You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. I'm Aaron McMahon. The drama continues with the Big Ten and its decision to cancel the fall football season. We give you the latest in this ongoing saga. All that and more on this episode of the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. Aaron, welcome back. Good to be back. Great to have you back. (laughs) (laughs) The three-man pod is back in action. Wolverine Confidential. A lot to talk about in a way just because this whole Big Ten football season just keeps dragging on. I mean, what a mess. What a mess. It really is. Well, we'll we'll get into this. But so, you know, the I guess the latest developments are that there was, you know, the vote was revealed through a, you know, a a lawsuit or, you know, an attempt at one, um, you know, at legal action from Nebraska football players. Uh, has resulted in it becoming public that there was, you know, a vote from the presidents and, and chancellors of the Big Ten to you know, not go ahead with the season in the fall. An 11 to 3 vote, you know, which was over their 60% threshold, you know, the Big Ten statement talking about, you know, well exceeded, you know, the 60% threshold. I mean, it needed to be 9 to 5. I, I don't know what you can argue about whether it well, you know, how much it exceeded it by. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Like, is there, is there, I feel like I said this last week too, like, is there still not clarity about why the season was canceled? Like big 10 didn't forfeit millions of dollars just for the fun of it. Like COVID-19 is still a major problem in this country. Uh, so yeah, that's why it was canceled. I'm not like belittling those who are upset about this, but I think the reasoning is pretty clear. I guess, why do you think this continues to just to, to linger for the, for the league? This whole situation reminds me of like when you're like when you're a kid and your parents make a final decision and you still na- you keep nagging them on like why <laughs> like to try to get them to change their mind and they're not going to change their mind. That's what this this whole thing reminds me about. To be honest with you, and, and uh, you know, I'm tired of. Uh, and I said this to someone the other day. I'm I'm, I'm tired of this. It's been it's been dragging on for like weeks now. I know the players are upset and they have the right to be upset. They've been training. They've been preparing for this. They thought there was going to be a season because they rolled out a schedule and everything. But the Big Ten has made their decision. I, I don't think there's anything that, that could change at this point. Now, I say it with a caveat because we got some news this morning that perhaps may, there might be one person in this country that could convince uh, the to do it. Yeah. Um, but at this point, I mean, the Big Ten, Kevin Warren has said the decision is final and, and they're not going to play this fall. So when I see you know the parents protest at Big Ten headquarters in Chicago, 
you know, I get it. I understand the whole idea. I feel for them. I do. Mm-hmm. But this has been made. And like you said, I mean, there, there's a reason behind it. it. It's not like they're going on a whim and coming out and magically deciding this. I mean, it was, it, there's a long, long thought put into it. I mean, they've been deliberating about it for literally months. I mean, they formed this task force months ago with ex, med, their medical experts in these universities. So at, at this point, it just, it's dragged on. I mean, the season's supposed to start Saturday. So at this point, I don't think right. you can reverse the decision to, to start playing again. I don't know. It's been a big mess. Like, like you said, Zook, it's, it's getting kind of tiring to be honest with you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, your parents won't let you go on, on the field trip, but little Johnny, Bob and Steve are all allowed to, to go like the, the SEC big 12 and ECC. And I think that's, what's the real driving force right now between the, the anger from parents and coaches and, and players is that their top competition is getting the chance to play and improve their stock and, and generate all the publicity which comes with having college football played during the fall. And as long as there's some teams are going to be playing and some aren't, there's going to be a, it's going to be a hot debate. How necessary the debate is, I'm not sure. But again, yeah, the whole throwing out just random ideas of when things might get going again, I don't think how much good that does, I'm not sure. I'm, oh, maybe there's a report that says, oh, maybe Thanksgiving, they'll be able to get going in late November or still probably January, but oh, maybe, maybe spring. It's just like, it's just a headache. Here's the thing with that. And, and we heard this when, before the decision was made by the Big Ten, but we're seeing the sausage being made. I mean, you, we're hearing about all these ideas being thrown out for potential winter and spring season. We're hearing all these ideas and that's why we're hearing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Typically, with, you know, in the, before social media was a big thing and the 24-hour news cycle was a big thing, a, a plan was rolled out and that was it. Now we're hearing, you know, that some want to start November, like you said, January, spring. That those are all being considered at this point, and it goes back to what I was just saying. I, I think folks are just getting tired of hearing about all this stuff, and they just want a plan. They want something to, to go on. And right now, the Big Ten hasn't rolled out a plan yet for when they might play football again. They have said the spring, but what is like you said in the past, Andrew? What does spring mean? Does that mean January first? Does that mean? Right, spring. Like what we're talking about. So I think everyone's just weighing on on a decision to be made, just in terms of when they might try to restart again. Yeah. Um, Until then, you're gonna. I think you're gonna continue to see these parent groups protest. You're gonna continue to see the the student athletes speak out, and then you might. You're gonna see the president get involved, who apparently decided to this week. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's funny you guys with the with the parenting uh, analogies making me uh, flash back to just this morning where you know my my daughter you know wanted a second glass of chocolate milk. There was no more. Her there was none left. Her first glass was the last of it, and just you know I tried to tell her that, and she's like, "Yeah, great. So can I have chocolate milk?" And it's just this is what I feel like some of some of these parents are are acting like in the Big Ten. But I, I mean, I think Zoo was, was spot on in that it really gets down to the fact that other conferences are planning to play at least. Because, you know, the, the NCAA doctors, you know, I was on a call with them a, a few weeks ago, you know, are advising basically against against not playing because, you know, playing is going to spread the transmission, even if it's just a little bit of this virus. And they're trying to limit that. Now, again, wouldn't it be great if this the same people that are saying this on a call with reporters, you know, had the authority to make this make that uh, recommendation to the entire sport, um, all the conferences. And it, that was just that that decision was made no season, sorry. Um, and then, you know, none of the conferences were playing now, you know, would there still be anger from some of these, these players and their, and their parents? Yes, I think so. I think it would just be directed at the NCAA instead of the conference, but I don't think it'd be as bad because, you know, n- nobody's playing, you know, it's like, that was the decision as opposed to like, Hey, how come you came to a different 
uh, arrived at a different conclusion, you know, than than these these schools over there. What's the difference? I think that's really the the main problem. What's the phrase that's thrown around nowadays? Fear of missing out. You're mm-hmm. seeing, you're oh, seeing yeah. FOMO. <laughs> yeah, you're seeing <laughs> the other conferences playing, or, and you're going to see some games played this weekend. That I, I imagine the Michigan players and some of the you know other Big Ten teams are going to be sitting at home watching, like you know, if they can play, why can't we play? And and that's a legitimate argument. I get it and everything, but at, at this point, like I said, the Big Ten has made their decision. They said they made it. it's final. Like nothing's going. I don't think anything's going to change at this point. What I will say, my kind of two cents is this: the, the when the whole Thanksgiving idea was thrown out. I'm like, okay, what's the difference, January or Thanksgiving? But then I was reading that a lot of these semesters are ending around January. So if you start uh, or, or ending in November, so if you start right around Thanksgiving, you can have a few weeks there where there's no students on campus. And we've mentioned this before. If if the teams are just confined to their own their own team and their own little bubble, I think there's a lot greater likelihood of this whole working out and, and limiting the spread of the virus. So if you can get a few more games without students on campus, that part didn't make sense to me. But again, they would require going back on their decision of saying, yeah, there's going to be, there, there's not going to be football until January at the earliest. So yeah. it's a, it, it is a political decision. There are politics involved, but we'll, we'll see what happens. That's just kind of my, two cents with, with even if you do make that argument and it's a legitimate argument then what why couldn't the big 10 have said has said well we're going to push our season back to start in late september to let the student athletes come to campus in the beginning of september we they get through the whole the virus thing in theory the peaks the outbreaks on campuses and then you start the season so i, I yeah I, that that work yeah that would work it's just yeah. <laughs> at this point it's like, i don't know yeah, we've referenced it now a couple times on this podcast. So at uh, this is Tuesday, we're recording this um, at 11.18 a.m. this morning. Uh, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, tweeted, had a very productive conversation with Kevin Warren, commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, about immediately starting up Big Ten football. Would be good, parentheses, great for everyone, players, fans, country. On the one yard line, exclamation point. I don't know what on the one yard line means. Is he saying like, eh, we're on the one yard line, like, you know, the metaphor for football, we're about to cross the goal and, and get a touchdown and, and have this season. Is that what he means? We're so close. We're on the one yard line. I, I don't Or, know. oh crap, we're on our own one yard line. Let's quarterback sneak it just to get one yard to get to the two and get some breathing room to make, make another play. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're, you're backed up to your own one yard yeah. line. And, and yeah, this is, this is really dire situation. I don't know. Um, Politically speaking, that phrase is usually used for like when they, when the, the legislators, they're, they're debating a bill, like I can remember the coronavirus relief bill a couple of months back and they were, the, both chambers were, were saying we're on the one yard line with, with getting it passed and that was referenced to being close. So I, knowing Trump and the way he operates, that would signal to me that there's, there's, a, there's apparently a pathway here to them playing. Um, <laughs> I, but again, there's no details. What, what, what does that mean? Does that mean they're going to start? Well, he also has no say in this, really. I mean, I don't. Right. He really doesn't. Right. I mean, I guess he could, he could try to sway people. That's fine. But I mean, he he can't just make a decision somehow that's going to you know allow allow football to play, be played. He could have made some decisions uh, months ago that would have uh, you know maybe allowed football to be played. But that's a completely different topic. So so yeah, I don't know. But you do. I mean, it's just it's noteworthy that the president of the United States is is weighing in on a Big Ten football, putting Kevin Warren's name uh, out there specifically. I wonder if he could name five players in the Big Ten. I wonder if he could name five schools in the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
that's where, where we're at here. Um, but yeah, Ryan did mention the, uh, the kind of the, the natural bubble, you know, that that's going to occur on many campuses from yeah Thanksgiving to to mid January. Um, and, you know, it could be happening, is happening at some other schools anyway, as, you know, Michigan State decided they're just going virtual from the start. Others have come to that realization after opening. It would not shock me if others eventually, you know, land land there um, over these next couple of weeks or whatever. But regardless, many, you know, including Michigan, have that plan already in place to send students home at Thanksgiving, you know, as they always have had a break then. But instead of coming back, you know, a week later or whatever, they don't until until mid-January. So yeah, it relates not to just not to just football, but you know, other sports too, of course. You know, mainly I mean, you know, basketball is what, you know, the the thought of potentially playing, you know, campus games or I'm still seeing these these alternate sites to try to bring teams to. I, you know, who really knows? Again, it's just there's a possibility there, I guess, to have your own bubble, if you will. What what was the trademark that they try to get for the for the bubble? The trademark for what bubble? What are we talking about? The like the NCAA filed something for a trademark for like a, a bubble in around uh, Thanksgiving Christmas time um, that they can market. No, oh, interesting. I missed yeah, that. It was something. Yeah, it would just battle in the bubble. Ill timed. Yeah, yeah. yeah rum, rumble or battle. It's no. It's important to point out here. We've said in the past. You know, Michigan's athletic director Ward Manuel originally was seemed to be against the idea of a bubble. He has been asked asked about the topic here here in a few months now. Um, right. It hasn't come up. He, now he has done a couple of interviews since since the Big Ten made its postponement announcement. But yeah, you know, I, I will say this: he, he spoke to John Jansen on a podcast this week. He sounded disappointed. Football and fall sports in general were, were called off by by the Big Ten conference as a whole. Um, but it, he hasn't really been asked about his, his thoughts on the bubble. So I, I think, and you've said this in the previous few weeks, Andrew, but I think some some schools have to go back on their their whole notion or idea of a bubble. Right. Perhaps that, that idea concept gets altered here, but with the collegiate model, I don't know. But it's I don't believe in bubbles, but we're going to send our team to the bubble so they can play. <laughs> yeah, you might need to change the name because yeah. it's probably not going to yeah. look like the NBA looks, where yes, you're sending everyone to one site and quarantining them and no visitors and things like that. I mean, that's probably not going to happen, but. Um, and, you know, Ward specifically said he never even used the word bubble when he was talking about it. I mean, the question involved that at the time used that word, but he just talked about, we're not, you know, we're not going to isolate our athletes. We're not going to put them in hotels for stretches. You know, you don't necessarily need to do that if they're just on campus without their fellow students. So again, as you know, as I put in the story recently, it was kind of like maybe just needs to be rebranded, if you will, you know, to kind of just not calling it a bubble, but just, hey, here's a here's a more safe environment, basically, is what you're talking about. It is, uh, you know, something to watch as we uh, as we move forward here. Kind of a different note on just this past weekend, Sunday, I attended a, it was a Black Lives Matter protest held on the, you know, University of Michigan campus. You know, it's noteworthy on this podcast because it was led, you know, organized by two college football players, Tariq Spates at Eastern Michigan, and then Hunter Reynolds here at Michigan, defensive back. You know, you, you, if you've heard his name before, it's because, you know, he was involved in the college unity, college, you know, Big Ten unity group that formed that had definitely had some social justice component to it, though it was also connected to kind of COVID and safety, you know, as they back when we were still thinking there was going to maybe be a season, you know, that, that the proper measures were in place. This on Sunday was specifically for, yeah, social justice initiatives, you know, specifically the, the Black Lives Matter movement. And yeah, they organized it and got 
it's hard to estimate crowd sizes, especially outdoors. Tried to pull some other people. We had one person that thought it was 600, one that thought it might be a thousand. I kind of thought it was somewhere in the middle there. So we kind of settled on, I don't know, you know, 700 or so people, you know, on the, on the Diag. And then they marched through, you know, several streets in, in downtown Ann Arbor. You know, there were speeches before and after. Yeah, it was impressive. I mean, a lot of, a lot of student, student athletes there. I did not see any Michigan men's basketball players there. But I mean, I saw I saw a social media thing from like Jace Howard that kind of indicated he was there. So maybe I just missed him. Definitely several women's basketball players, including Nas Hillman, who spoke. And then, you know, several football players. I saw I saw Ben Mason, for example. You know, geez, you, you go by, you go a year without the season and then you kind of start forgetting names. Uh, Cam, Cam McGrone, uh, I saw, McGrone. saw him there as well. Mike Morris spoke. Yeah, so there, there were. You know, I guess we don't need to name all the names of people who were there. We're not taking attendance, but yeah, it was impressive that that they led this and that. Yeah, they got the turnout. They did. The sheriff of Washtenaw County spoke. Chris Creighton, Eastern Michigan football coach, spoke. That guy, that guy can speak, man. It's it's yeah. he's got to be an incredible motivator. I've dealt with him a decent amount in the past, and he's just always fired up. And it's just yep. like, man, it's not surprising how we could get a team that's not full of highly ranked recruits to to perform well on the field because it's it's got to be a lot of motivating factor because he can he can energize some people that's for sure so Comple- I did completely agree first time I heard him I'm like yeah, yeah I'm ready to go you know line up <laughs> and hit somebody. Um, yeah I mean it just again and I would say you know with when sports do return like you know expect kind of social justice initiatives to kind of be a part of it now I mean you're certainly seeing with the NBA and I would expect it you know when the NFL returns and this is the new norm and overall I mean you know some people have problems with it but I, I guess I don't quite get it like in the end this is like a good thing these are good things that they're pushing for it's sort of the latest example involving a you know Michigan player here on the machine campus yeah and coach Harbaugh's and I mean Jim Harbaugh and the staff have largely endorsed all this stuff and Jim has spoken out and with some of the stuff he participated in a march in downtown Ann Arbor back in gosh what was it April May yeah right after the George mm-hmm. Floyd incident. yeah May, end of May so, I mean, he's, he's given his, his players basically, you know, a, a green light to do and part- participate in these marches and these rallies. We'll have more updates on kind of all these things, the Big Ten season. We've got some, you know, recruiting we can eventually, uh, you know, update you guys on in a future episode. But thanks for listening to this episode of the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. Mm-hmm.